Hello, everyone, and welcome to Episode 5 of A Yank on the Footy. I'm Craig Wessels from Sandusky, Ohio, and I'm glad that you're listening. For those of you who've listened to the first few episodes, I want to thank you for coming back again, and I think you're in for a treat. And for those of you who are new to the podcast, I'm so glad that you're here. Don't forget that while you can find this podcast at a yank on the footy at pot.podbean.com, you can also find it on your favorite podcast provider, including Apple and Google, as well as Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and the iHeartRadio app. After you've listened, I'd love it if you'd consider giving me a review. On the podcast host that you're using, it lets me know what I need to work on, what I'm doing well, and it lets the podcast host know what you think of the show. Don't forget, you can also reach me at ayankonthefooty at gmail.com, as well as on Twitter at yank underscore on, as well as on Facebook and Instagram at ayankonthefooty. I'm actually thrilled to be recording this introduction at this time, because earlier today, I took a header down the steps to my basement while I was letting my dogs outside. Actually, I was letting them in, getting ready to head off to school for the morning. If you don't know, I am a school teacher by trade, and I have three steps that go down to the door. The door goes off to the right, and another seven steps that go down to the basement. I missed the entire third step, hit the landing, took a hard left turn, and went headfirst right down the stairs. And, you know, if you're going to go ahead and go down the stairs, you know, you should try to reduce every possible chance at injury and go face first like I did. Well, let's just say I'm going to be getting some new eyeglasses pretty soon. I really liked that pair. I'd only had them for about 14 months. But you know what? I found my little cheater glasses. I can see now. And the show must go on. I'd like to welcome you to part two of my interview with Chris Hickey, a longtime Cat supporter, second cousin of Cat's legend Reg Hickey. You can find the first half of this interview in episode number three, and I hope you enjoy this. Again, you know, Chris is originally from Pernham in West Victoria and has lived in Mackay, Queensland for the last 20 years. Um, again, if you're a VFL, AFL fan, that name, Reg Hickey, is going to jump out at you because this man is an absolute legend in Geelong footy. I hope you enjoy the second half of our interview. It was a lot of fun, and I don't believe we have the technical glitches that we had during the first half. Enjoy, ladies and gentlemen. Well, we wanted to go ahead and wrap up this interview tonight, and there were a couple things that I wanted to to uh, to touch base with you. And uh, one of them was, you know, since this podcast is something that's geared more towards trying to bring Americans to the game of footy while also demonstrating to people in Australia that, that there are Americans that are fans of the game and we're here and we're excited about it. Uh, what do you think that there's some things that Americans should know about the game of footy? Yeah, well, I, I really sort of throw it back, as I say, I like to throw the question back to the person asking. I say, what what makes the people sort of America a passionate about their sport? Um, and then and then hear what the person says, and then it sort of feeds off each other, because you know, I think that's important. I think if you know, so what 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 makes you what what attracted you to Aussie rules in the first place? Well. When I first started watching the games regularly, it happened during a summertime, and then it carried over into the uh, 
into the fall because we would get one game a week on one of the channels here in in the states and i sat down and saw something new it was novel and just watching the athleticism and watching just how different it was from anything i had seen and and we had footy on espn back when i was much younger but i didn't pay any attention to it then at all um but seeing the speed, seeing skill sets like all of the kicking, the handballs and such that were completely new to me, it just became something very exciting and I wanted to learn more about it. And I, I love the fact that there's not an offsides rule because I used to joke um, with my soccer coaches here in Ohio that uh, to me, um, soccer is kind of like a communist sport because they don't let you use all of your body parts. Because you, because you can't use your hands. Come here, come here, school. You all mean bloody love communists. I tell you, you won't, you won't go into that one. We leave this where it's going. But um, <laughs> it was there. Um, get too too far off the track. Um, yeah, that's interesting. You know, when you look at when you look at uh, AFL, it it hits the components a lot of other sports. I think that's what the answer is. Um, it doesn't probably have the physicality of uh, the, the code up here where I am, but because they, they tackle in their in their code, they tackle, they, they, they chase, they tackle, they throw or pass, they'll call it pass. They do their kick, but that's the, the one thing they do when they're lighting up for goal. But so the components really are Aussie rules. It hits a lot of other athletic sort of um, when you guys looked at it and it really does. Um, I haven't really looked at the game where you are. I've had a little bit over a long time back, but I haven't really studied it to to to, to uh, say this and say that. But I do know, you know, roughly what I've, I've had a little bit of a look at. That's a long time ago. But but getting back to AFL, it's 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 an athletic game. It's it hits um, a lot of things that um, a, a lot of sports which you'd go to or play, as you mentioned, soccer. It has that component of soccer. Um, um, Radical Ear plays for Geelong, that, that big uh, Fijian fella. He played right, soccer before right. AFL. He's an interesting unit, that one. Could be a very interesting... Oh. He played... That's what he knew. See, watch him, watch him. He's one to watch. And look I, at the size of him. Look at the size of him. He's, he played soccer. Yeah, he's huge. He's huge. He's about and, six and foot eight. He, is, he's, is, he's, he not, is he not about six foot eight? Something like that. Something, yeah. something like that. He's big enough anyway. But, but, but he's... His athleticism, as they've said, when he they've watched him, they've gone, they've they've spun out a bit and said he's too, you can't do that that size. So, so he he's game and said I've learned soccer before this code. So that's interesting. I when I hear that, I go wow, okay, oh really, yeah. So it, it is interesting for a bloke that size. I mean, not not that, but so there you go. There's one there's one radically to watch. I mean, Geelong a little bit all over him. We won't know what really happens with him. It's, it's. I think it's. You just got to take it time to time thing. The, the, these things, you know. But there, there's one. The Geelong are very excited about Regalia, yeah? and the, well, the thing is. Oh, so am I. So am I. Yeah, he, he's a soccer man. He played soccer before that. So there you go. There's one to watch for you. Um, plus, his marking power is is the key uh, to him, and basically the small things. I think 
if I was coaching him, I'd be getting him to do all the small things and discipline things and, and just keep working him, working him those hands. The hands are so important to him. The jump, the leap, what he does with that. Exactly. That's, that's exactly. But, but I, any, anyway, back and, to what we were talking about, which was basically, yeah. So I think we hit a lot of these components. We hit a lot of other sports that really you'd have to sit down and see and a link to all these other ones. And there are, there are, there is uh, a, a something there to do with the other ones. There's no doubt about that. Um, we don't have the physicality of a rugby and stuff like that. That's why they look at us and say what they say, especially up here and that. And they don't rate AFL. So they call it, they call it a sissy game. That's how they look at it. Um, got other names too up on the Gold Coast, but I don't think you want to hear them. But anyway, um, so you know, the thing is. Um, we know that have played the game or, or been brought up with it. We realise the, the, the physicality and stuff there, although the heat used to be in a lot more, but it's been taking out now um, with the rules and stuff. You used to be able to go to the game and just someone, you just hear the shiver through the crowd and they, you know someone went through someone and that's all you hear for the rest of the game. You'd go, what was that all about? That's why it used to be. Right, but, right. But things change a lot of codes, and, and I know what they've tried to do. They've tried to protect the yes. heads and do you... um, what what they've tried to do. But they've also done it for kids and stuff like that, which doesn't. But anyway, that, that's another. That's another set. You'd set that up for things with questions and stuff yourself, like right, agenda, right. That's one of the topics you could use, which can go either way. People can use that as a as a debate as to what you think and what it's how it's coming to the game, all this sort of stuff. It, it's an interesting exercise you can throw it back and forth um, to the old way it was and to what it is now. And they'll keep interfering, you know. That's that's what they do. Um, the the other thing I did mention too, roughly, but I don't want to get too far off the track here, is the way the judiciary works with the AFL. It's a bit crazy. It's a system, but all the systems are crazy the way they've got it. And um, to me, they've got a template, and it, it w w more works the way a court system works rather than they don't understand their athletes and things happen now, spur of the moment. Can I, st can, I stop you, can I stop you there for just one yep. second? Yep. You're, you're, yep. Ta you're talking about the tribunal, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Okay, okay. I just wanted to clarify that. Because yeah, they 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 um they put a template in to say you know this is a set rule, but then you you, you might have uh, a rule through the the year that uh, another case looks so similar but yet a different result. So people get really frustrated with that uh, result. To me, you need to bring the coaches, you need to bring the fans in in the off season, put some surveys out to them, see what they think, bring it to the games. Bring the game to the people rather than these hobnobs. But they, they do have official people like actual players there that actually on it. But, but, but get off their little high horse and bring the game to the people because people make the game as far as the attendances to, you know, the, the, the huge capacities they have. But they won't do that. That's the problem they won't do. And the annoying part that annoys everyone is when you come to finals and stuff like that, like a, the Richmond captain... 2017 when they won everyone thought he would be rubbed out he didn't get rubbed out and you know it was a 50 50. um i would probably let him play but because it's 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 a silly the rules they've set this is this is the complication you get you know you get everything perfect but i really think this system they've got it sets a template it's really fine line it's this much this much 
it shouldn't be that way. It should be, you know, I, I know it's, it's, it's not an easy one. They've always had trouble with it and probably always will. But I think you have to go to what I've said. The coaches know a lot. They're afraid to give the coaches too much power. But I, but I think you have to work at what works best for the game. But anyway, that's that's my opinion, how it could best work and see that they're happy. Get the supporters on servos through the year and also the players naturally involved with the coaches too. And and that and bring and that makes sense, you know. Pe- what people are frustrated is the inconsistency of it. That's what they that's what pees them off. There tends to be and, a little. There tends to be a rather arbitrary application of the rules because you know sometimes it's yeah, depend yeah. depending on how. And I I can't come up with names off the top of my head right now, but sometimes it's dependent upon how big of a player is it in the game. Yeah. You know, yeah, well, right. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna suspend them for one week as opposed to somebody else who may be up well, for well, one well, week in the VFL. The, the blokes have rocked up is you know Danger's rocked up a few times, got rubbed out against Carlton that two years ago that rubbed him out to to get close. He only lost by six or a couple of votes to Dusty when Dusty won it right, under the right. Brownlow, but right. he he was rubbed out for, for for tackling a bloke that that went over to the side, but it looked okay. But because they brought in that tackle to do that, you know, if you swing them hard and hit the ground. But it, he didn't look to do that. But then people kept on saying, that close to that I listen to every morning and stuff, and saying, he should be rubbed out because, you know, you can't leave him in, it's the name. So you had all these, these things saying this and, like, really, like, you know, Danger's a pretty fair play. He's not He's not a, you know... Um, but, and the way the bloke fell, he fell okay. He didn't. It was a big bloke. It was Blake Cruiser for Carlton. It was a ruckman. Right, right. And he tackled him, but he rolled him, but he didn't. He didn't smash him into the ground. And, so and, he, and he had his arms. He had his okay. He had his arms pinned, if I'm not mistaken. Did he not? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, he might. So, yeah, he might have had a little. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. He had a bit of that wing. Probably had a bit of a wing tag, which you can't really do. Right. That's dangerous. But if he didn't hit his head, sort of hit the ground, he still played on a bit after that, I think. And that's. But they rubbed him out, and then he was out of the Brownlow um, contention. He still only lost by a couple of votes to Dusty, which Dusty had a you know, fantastic year. Oh, um, in seventeen, but, but, but he certainly did. One, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've had ones over the years. We've had Steve Johnson, you know. We've had Chapman um, for us uh, rubbed out. That 10th game, I think we're facing against Hawthorne. He didn't play because he got rubbed. We've, we've had ones just on the Geelong side of things. We've had, we've had Tommy Hawkins. Tommy Hawkins always gets rubbed out. He, 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 he's, they got in for Tommy, you know. Tommy, Tommy, poor Tommy, he gets a bit excited. I think he, he's not, you know, he's not a, a aggressive bloke, and but he looks, he's got caught up with the, the, the swing, the, the swing of the hand, that. They, they got him twice for that. Um, exactly. And um, they didn't rub these, all the other blokes out, which was crazy. So we weren't happy about it too long. Supporter fans. Um, just because he looked well, angry. Well, so what? I mean, big deal, but he, he looked frustrated, more frustrated. Yeah, you know, Tommy's Tommy. Every time Tommy comes up, he goes, he goes. So, yeah. um, that's just one. But you know, like the, the guts for, of it is, you know, overall, it's it goes on and on, and um, yeah, it like, seems to be a fine line between. But once they set that template, you know, yeah, and then the inconsistency comes. As I said, people can't, they don't like it because this bloke comes up and they said that's exactly the same, but that bloke gets. He gets a different result, and they go, well, "What's the goal here?" So, and this goes on and on and on. And, and there are so, some there are some players now that are not going to, that are probably not going to get the benefit of the, the doubt from the tribunal anymore. Yeah, you know, the one that jumps to mind to me right now is, is Toby Green from the Giants. 
You know, he's yeah, yeah. he's somebody that, uh, that a lot of people are starting to think of as just quite frankly a dirty player. Yeah, you're right. You're you're right. You're right. I, I stood up for him in that grand final. Uh, not stood up for him playing, but a lot of people got off on the side on Twitter and ripped, even put on Geelong mayhem about, you know, he's a grub and all this stuff. And the Geelong one said, you know, we don't want to talk about that. And and I, I sort of stood up for him to say, you know, um, you know, basically just, you know, let's. What, what what are you talking about? You know, we're, a lot of the Geelong people said, well, let's, we don't talk that sort of way and stuff like that. But they jumped on the Geelong mayhem and, you know, wanted to throw the dirt into... Then, right, of course, right. this happened with his father in the grand final. God, he went to jail too after that incident with the um, kind of salt for salt. But, yeah, Toby's a 50-50, mate. He's a bit of a bad case. Um, Does he? But you're right. He he, is, he has got a, a padlock around. He's got a, he's got a noose around his head. Um, I think you might be right about that. Time. Yeah. Well, and that's and let's. Stevie J loved him when when, when for Geelong when, when he left. Yeah. He adored Stevie J. Yeah. Stevie J was a bit head case too. So and then and then you've got him. you've got somebody who, you know, did something. And it was uh, last season, I believe it was, with Andrew Gaff, which you know when he punched Brayshaw, that was something that seemed like it was very. Oh, yeah, Very yeah, atypical. Yeah. It was something that people were yeah. like, they couldn't believe that Andrew Gaff had done that. No, that's right. That's right. No, it was out of the ordinary, and they're both young. And the other, he broke, he broke his jaw. Oh, and, it, I and, saw the pictures. Um, it was, it was horrific. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, and it, and it's, it's a bit like old Barry when Barry was went off a couple of years ago, Barry Hall, and he just went off to that bloke, the North, the Hort, the Northwest Coast bloke, and just just had a prone fade and just <laughs> you, you know, you know, people with that one, with that one. People up here loved that. They loved it. You know why? Because they thought it related to their code. They said, oh, just see that. They loved it. Absolutely loved it. But anyway, see, that's the smell of blood. They love seeing that sort of stuff. But so they, they must be yeah, related. No, it wasn't a good look with that. Yeah, must be related. It wasn't to the... a good look with that, that one you're talking about. No. Yeah, um, with Brayshaw. That's what yeah. they tried. But he came back healthy yeah, this stopped. year. He played pretty well this year. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, well, and... And there was talk about uh, there was talk about when they were looking at making the the, the move to deal Tim Kelly to, to yeah. West Coast that Gaff yeah. was going to be part yeah. of that deal, and I was yeah, that's right. I, that's right. I, I, I I'm not going to go off in the T- direction. Tim of Kelly that. Tim Kelly will go really well at West Coast. I kept saying to Geelong once at the start of the year I said just replace manage plan to replace him. That's what I said. I said keep to every game. I kept saying it. And you know what? Because they, everyone kept saying, oh, Tim, Tim, isn't he marvellous, all this? And I said, well, wait till he goes and see kicks 30 possessions, and gets 30 possessions, kicks four or five goals. See if he's lovely then, you know. But, I mean, he'll be a great player, and you'll have – they've got a great midfield, and especially that big bloke in the in the, in the the ruck helps them. He's – Oh, yeah. Uh, he's – they'll be magic in well, there. There's no doubt about that. The and problem, I – They're as talented as anyone. I love watching – I love watching Liam Ryan play. He's just he he's kind of like a yeah a really young Eddie yeah, he's Betts good. yeah he's, he's good but if I was a defender I wouldn't let him jump don't let him jump watch him don't let him don't let him move I think I think you have to have a, a leg rope or something on him um, Craig <laughs> you, but don't well, let him move you've got to be able to keep you got to be able to keep up with him though I know I know he's quick <laughs> and 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 he jumps around too that's that's but you yeah. got to you got to push him off you got to yeah. get him away you got to get got to you got to give him a hip or give him something could upset him a bit. Got to, got to have a bit of a, a mongrel player that can just upset him a bit because if you let him play, he'll just jump all over you 
and he'll just keep. That's what those indigenous boys do. They just exactly. That's what indigenous boys. But yeah, so yeah, he's he, he's good to watch. But you don't let him do that. You don't don't let him jump. And you got you you'll be looking around both ways around yeah. the plane on him. You'll be looking. Where is he? Where is he now? Where is he? Is he behind me? In front of me? Or what? <laughs> don't let him be behind you because he'll be all over on top of your head. So that's what you got to deal with. But. You just got to deal with what you got with those sort of blokes. Those, that, that's why the indigenous boys, and that's why they, that's why they're so good. That's why they're so talented. Right, yeah. right. Well, let let me get to my yeah. my my final question that I had for you, and that was, you know, what does it mean to you to be a Cats fan? Yeah, well, basically, uh, being a Cats fan is is um, I probably I do actually love Geelong Football Club. Um, the words can say so um, easy to say for a lot of people to say, but actually do mean it. And when I say that, when they do lose or they've lost grand finals in the past, not so recent, I, I didn't want them in another grand final because I'd seen them lose. And once you get that taste of that losing, and they lose a lot by a lot, it, 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 but besides that, you know, I love the Geelong Football Club. It's as simple as that. It hurts inside your guts from the lose, and you, you want them to go out and you like to, to beat the Hawthorns, the Collingwoods, the the West Coast now, the Richmond more than now. Richmond's the side to beat now, you know. But um, you know, all the rivalry ones, you want them, you want them to be the best football club. That's what you want. But you know, it, it means a lot to me, and 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 it does. It does mean a lot to me. Um, the journey with them um, ever since I was needle grasshopper, finding you know along the road who Reg was, and still fascinated with how good this bloke was. Um, still fascinates me and still would like to give him as much, um, you know, to really say to a lot of people that don't know Reg in his day, like they'll only see it on history uh, books or stuff like that, like what he did. Or, or for example, like Joel, Joel Selwood, our captain, has just now eclipsed his games record of captain for most games. So that's taken a long time. But Reg has got that many of them. It's not funny what he did. So... I just think he's, he's obviously a leader, and you need plenty of them. And um, I think he had it by the spades. So I think what's inside me is when I watch Geelong, I I think I've got a bit of old Reggie in me because I just I'm like a bull out of a gate watching them, and I can sort of pick where they're at mentally too if they're not on or they're they're off, and what do they think the way they play? I like to see them play a physical style. Um, I. I I have any thoughts, I suppose, like a lot do. Um, always will. But I find if I can, if they play the way I want to play them, they win every time. But that's the catch-22. And what I'd say to someone like Chris Scott, that doesn't follow social media much. He doesn't follow at all. You can't go wrong if you follow uh, the Geelong Mahem because you know, they just it's pretty fair on that. If he doesn't follow social media, get, get him to have a look at that because I think we need a coach that needs to jump in at least listen to or see what you know uh social media some people and we we're all on the same side on that one you're gonna have different views and stuff about players and stuff but i'd like our coach to at least stick his head in and say what are they talking about um i think he might be surprised what they do say and that the other thing is i find it quite inconsistent and rude to say that we know this and we know that and then if you make yourself make the wrong decisions, or, or you won't admit them, or you can't, you don't win. You got to expect a lot of. You have to. You're the man. You got to take the responsibility. If that was Reg, Reg would put himself on the line, and he'd go off what he reckoned, and that's why they'd go. And okay. I, I put that same to him or anyone's coach. 
So okay. it's, I don't think that's harsh. I think that's been straight up. But that's, anyway, that that's seems pretty straight up. There. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. And, I, and I, that's what I say. Reg, Reg would be a straight up bloke, and that's the sort of bloke I think people would have liked about him. Um, he, he, he'd be like, you know, his word is his word. If I say this, I, I read in a game where he changed three things around in, in the match of three positions and it turned around and no one I'd love to see that stuff happen now because I appreciate people that take and change things around to what they think or br- or bring a side up how they want to do it um, you have that many people in the coaches box now it's not funny oh it's amazing um, how I, many I people have a big are thing about yeah yeah you know, oh well you know it's what it used to be Craig I have a big thing about the midfield I'm fanatical on the midfield um, and, and a ruckman a good ruckman I breeds a great midfield I seen a great or watched or listened to a lot their midfield in 207, 209, and of course the, the oldies did it in 211. But, but I'm fanatical on winning that ball out of the centre. And I think with the new rule that come in, they still have in the competition haven't fully eclipsed on the new rule how, how to cash in with it. Oh, the, you've got the great six six six. Go through it. You, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Okay. They should be cashing in big, big time with that. They're not. Uh, but, but that's that's what I see. You should, they should be absolutely smashing with that rule. But, and it's a wonder they haven't, that's an ama- that amazes me. But, but I've always been a big one in the midfield. Um, when I played in primary school, I knew what to do in the midfield. It just, it just was there. Um, my brain was telling me what to do. And I, I'm still fanatical on it. And I, I believe if you have a great midfield, you can work your back, you can work your front, you can work the other two, but you need to have that ball coming out of the centre. And it's just so important. Um, I, I can't put enough emphasis on it, really. It drives me absolutely nuts. Makes... I looked at Geelong and I said it's their only weakness. I mean, they have the dangers that you go through they got in there for, for, for midfielders. But we haven't had a good ruckman. They don't understand what a good ruckman can do to bring uh, 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 your, your midfield into the play and what, what he can do. Like, we, we've had a legend uh, ruckman. Not I'm not talking about before. Polly Farmer. Did it things right. differently with a handball and stuff like that. Yes, now, he was complete. Now, he's, he's, he's a one-off, a one-off that one. But we did have a, a bloke that was okay. Ottens that was a reject from Richmond, um, that that competed, but he was big. He was he put in, you know, what what they don't understand, Craig, and that's not. And I've seen this in on Geelong moment. I've tried to tell them on that, and I found that they just get shot down. They don't understand that what a ruckman can do, permanent down. And what he can do if he does his job around the ground, if he wins his battle and he and he's he's got he's a winner in himself, he's worth gold, man, because he brings those other midfielders into the game. If you can win your percentages out of the midfield, there's the game. There's the game. All you have to do then is kick more than the others, or or you know it's not too hard to work out what you need to do to your back line. But I for the life of me will we'll keep saying it and saying it and saying it, and they still won't get it. And I kept saying it last year when they started winning all their games, and I kept saying it on Twitter, and I'd, I'd challenge the, the 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 coaches because I could see they could be so much a better side if you win at a, the, the midfield, and it showed our statistics where we've been poor, and people start to say it, you know on the Geelong Mayhem that they need a ruckman. We still we still might get by. But it's, and I've looked at I've right. looked at that side seriously, and I've said they still don't get it. They still don't get it. I'm not a big fan of our midfield coach either. Why he's been there for that period of time, though. But so I don't have to get caught up too much on that. But okay. I am really huge on the midfield, and I I can't emphasise enough. And people don't understand what that does to 
a, a game and, and your, your chances of winning and losing. They don't understand it unless you have, like, we had a great side to 7 they, they, they were like a machine in there. Um, and, and one of the things Bob and Thompson said, that was our coach, he kept saying, you have to win out of the middle. So I, so, so, so you had the coach aboard. And to me, that's everything. Chris Scott doesn't think like that. Um, but I don't want to get caught up in, in saying Chris Scott, all this sort of stuff. I just stick with what, in any side, you have to have that midfield is huge. If you're going to win a premiership, um, it's got to be powerful. It's got to be strong. And um, if, if you've got to kick the goal. So you've got to get it down there. Simple as that. It's as yeah. simple as that. The game and, isn't that complicated. And here, looking complicated. Here's to, here's to hope, here's to hoping that Chris, that, uh, that Jack Steven can step in and, and maybe not replace, yeah, but try to, you know, help to lessen the loss it, of, of uh, Tim uh, Kelly. He's explosive. Um, he's a match winner on his own. He's got his problems off field. I, I said when they started knocking him, uh, the, the fans uh, that to come to Geelong, I said, give him a go. Um, he, he's a brilliant, he's four-time best player at, at the club. You don't win, you don't do that for nothing. He's got his issues, he's got fit, he's doing well. Evidently. They're, they're, they're wrapped about what he's doing. He's got issues off the field, he's got mental, that's okay. Well, it's not okay, but, you know, hopefully, you know, he will be okay closer to, that's why he come back to, uh, closer to where he is, to Geelong, because no. he's got family ties there. Okay, so well, he has well, family from there, okay. Yeah, he's got he's, he's got his family ties at Long. That's why Terrific. that's why he wanted to come back at Long. Great. He wanted to come back last year, the year before. But the thing is with him, he's got explosive pace, Craig. He can he's a, he can chuck him down like a dusty down forward. He'll kick goals for you. He knows what to do. Um, the other stuff, well, we hope can get sorted. The, the other one is Kai Cockatoo, which oh. is um, if he can get fit. He, 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 look, that we, we all decide on July Mayhem. What I've seen, no one all seem to say the same thing. We know his ability. It's just a matter of staying healthy. That that's not the issue. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I don't know. I don't remember if I told you this yesterday or not. But he 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 cockatoo was actually the probably the main reason I ended up becoming a cats fan. Because because and and just visualize visualize if he I, I don't want to say hypotheticals but. We, we, we talk like this because that's what we do because we're Geelong supporters, we're fans. But just imagine, you know, a quarter of that comes out and he plays, if he play, if, if let's say hypothetically he played a full season or, you know, to, equivalent to that. Just imagine, like you've said that, what, what, how much more that would grow on what you've just said. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I, I'm excited about it for that very reason because it sounds oh. as though he is healthy this year. That, that they well, had patience with him to get him healthy, and I'm hoping that's the case. Yeah, I am. T- I think we all are. I think we all are. I, I, the only thing I'll say with him, not him, but I'll say is the way Geelong must know his injury from the start, I'm just interested to how they've tackled, if you've talked to the doctor I'm talking about, not what other people say, what if you went to the, the, the first people to say what they've said and they've dealt with, the knowledge they've known, that's all I'll say, and how they've dealt with it over the period of time. I'm, I'd be quite interested to know all about that because it intrigues me um, where his weaknesses are, like the body obviously couldn't handle his pace, he's quick, you know, he's quick, what, what he does. Um, he's had different injuries of his um, hammies and stuff. Exactly, yes. I, so. I, I'm fascinated with that. Um, yeah, it's 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 one of those. All clubs have him. Um, he's an exciting. There's no doubt about that. Everyone likes him. He's a likable bloke. Um, we all we all want. Everyone wants the same. 
and it's all it's all it's nothing negative I've ever seen people say about Cogsby except for him to we, we know what we want or what right. could be we have to say hypothetically because you just do I think I think I think you do so I, I agree with you, you on just, that yes but it's I, one of those things you know and you know the, 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 the one on the Geelong Mayhem no one no one all the, they all agreed on that what what the same thing about him like if he can be fit and going what this bloke could is capable be of. what he could and be all, yes it was almost unanimous what i've seen so yeah. yep. that's pretty rare to have a topic and they all to be on the same to that to that point i i think so um yeah so you know i'm anything in the midfield he's he, exciting he was injured when they did get him he kicked six goals in something like a final or something, but he had his injury capacity when they did get him. So there you go, Seaside. We shall see, see what happens. Way. Yep. See what well, happens. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up here and let you yeah, get mate, let you, you get going. What? This thing's working too. I believe it is working, this yes. This one's working. Yeah. So can... we've got that one thing we've achieved. Yeah, that's what I want to say, Carl. I just want to get this... So I can let you go and do what you have to do. Okay. I know it's all hours and time over there, and, so we forget that being here. And um, ladies and gentlemen, if you've been listening, we've been uh, talking to Chris Hickey, who's a lifetime Cats fan and the second cousin of uh, Cats legend Reg Hickey, lives in Mackay, Queensland now. And, and Chris, I cannot thank you enough for your patience right. and going through this. Uh, it's a pleasure. This has, been an absolute, this has been an absolute blast. It's been a lot of fun. Oh, it's good to see Mate, and, yeah, and all your people over there, like, I'm sure you'll encourage them and, 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 and what you're doing. Um, yep. It'll just happen, like you talk about blokes like you just talked about, definitely. And, um, look, it's great to see. It's great to see. what. That's why we, we love the game. We want to we wanna let you know why we love the game and why, why we love it so much. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And you know I will be keeping in touch with you. And I, yeah, again, and, um, yep. thanks so much. All right. Well, I better we better zone off, eh? Okay. You have a great afternoon, um, and hopefully you'll uh, you'll yeah, give this a listen next week when it's all done. Definitely, I'll be looking forward to listening to Sounds it. Sounds good. Um, and it's we've got this going on as it's turned out. What I've done, so of all the trills and trollations of getting it, this yes. one looks like it's it's okay. So I think that, I th that's a win. I think we got a winner. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> You you have yeah, a mate, it's good to see you too. It's good to see what you're doing, like with podcasts and stuff like that. A lot of people have different podcasts and that. Uh, it's good to see. I, I see you. You're sort of like involved, probably by a lot of other things too. Obviously, so um, look, yes. you live on the other side of the world. Um, that's that's that speaks for itself. So uh, thumbs up. That's all I can say, mate. It, thumbs up. It's it's only fifteen thousand kilometers to GMBHA Stadium. I checked. Is that all? <laughs> Is that all? That's it. Yes. Have a have a great Sunday, and I appreciate your time. All right, Mike. All righty. You bet. Bye bye. Thank you. You bet. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been part two of my two part interview with Chris Hickey. I'd like to thank Chris for taking time out of his schedule to share his views and stories. This interview was so much fun. Don't forget that you can find. All of my episodes of this of this podcast at a yank on the footy.podbean.com. And you can also find it on your favorite podcast provider, including Apple and Google, 
as well as Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and the iHeartRadio app. Now that you've listened, I would love it if you'd consider giving me a review on the podcast host that you're using. It lets me know what I need to work on, what I'm doing well, and it lets the podcast host know what you think of their show that they're hosting. Don't forget that you can also reach me at a yank on the footy at gmail.com and on Twitter at yank underscore on. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram at a yank on the footy. I want to make sure also that I thank Mr. Joseph McDade for the use of two of his great pieces of music. Mr. McDade creates some fantastic music and I'm using the pieces Elevation and Backplate as my intro and outro music. Thanks, Mr. McDade. You can find his music at josephmcdade.com slash music. Again, Mr. McDade, thanks for allowing me to use your music and for your hard work and the wonderful tunes that you have created. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to again thank you for listening because keep in mind, while many of us are fans of our teams, deep down, we're fans of a game that we all love, and that's the game of footy. Again, thank you very much for listening, and I ask you to consider sharing this podcast with your friends and family And may your dribble kick never hit the post. I'll catch you later. This has been episode five of A Yank on the Footy. Don't forget again that you can reach me at yank underscore on or at a yank on the footy at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at a yank on the footy. Again, thanks for listening. And I hope you come back again. Goodbye.